Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. I'm back live. It is 12 noon here, Eastern Time in Metro Detroit. Going to be talking about love. And a lot of people ask, right? A lot of professionals, a lot of everybody tries to define what is love. I'm going to talk about it, give you my perspective right after this. So don't go anywhere. And we're going to be talking about what the hell love is. Okay. So don't go anywhere. Be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, as always, uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship sex specialist, have been for over two decades, talking about what love is. And there's a lot of researchers. And when I taught college classes uh, for years, you know, I used to ask students, right, in all ages from 18 into their 70s, actually, students of all ages, okay, people, clients. I even ask, you know, what is love to you? What does it represent? And again, it's not a right or wrong, not that type of situation. It's what it is defined to you and only you, okay? And trying to find somebody that fits sort of nicely into your expectations and you into theirs, right? It's not always about you. It's about both of you. (coughs) Excuse me. So when we talk about love, you have to define, you know, what it is, what it even looks like, what it represents, okay? Does love mean trust? Does love mean that you respect one another? Does love mean, you know what, whatever, that you have chemistry? There's people can have chemistry, right? Physical, sexual chemistry. That doesn't mean you will love that person. And you can love that person and maybe feel like you're in love, but you also maybe don't have that sexual chemistry that you've been longing for, crave for, or maybe, again, it might not be important to you. It is, you know, what is deemed important to you. So there's a lot of textbook information. You can even do a Google search, you know, what is love question mark. And they're going to talk about compatibility. They're going to be talking about, you know, trust about respect. They're going to talk about companion love and different types of love. I want to know what love is to you and have you ever defined it for yourself? You can join in the chat down below, please in the chat down below. I don't have the phone number uh, where you can call in live setup. I was running a little late to do the show, had some uh, internet issues as well um, at the office where I'm at now. But I want you to get out, you know, paper, pencil, if you even know what that is anymore, or you can, you know, text yourself, right? And define what love looks like to you. Is love kind? Is it nice? Is love, is it friendly? Is it funny that you can joke around with each other? Is love comforting? Is love compassionate? Is it, you know, empathic? What is love to you? And a lot of people, a lot of researchers will tell you what love is not. And it's very, very difficult, right? Because love is a feeling. I tell people left and right, and you've heard me maybe numerous episodes before or on my Facebook posts, social media posts, that, you know, love is a feeling. And there's a lot of people that will love somebody And it is a toxic situation, okay? But this is where I want you to look at, you know, define love to you. Not what I think it is. I know what it is for me, but that doesn't mean it's going to fit your lifestyle or fit you at all. 
So it's very, very important. Now, a lot of people look at, they're trying to reach out to maybe professionals, so-called coaches, and don't even get me going on the so-called self-proclaimed coaches out there. I want you to be able to look at, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, uh, allergy season in Metro Detroit, right? So I want you to be able to look at and define love for you. Maybe it's easier for you to define love, what love is not to you versus what love is to you and to be able to go after it. And maybe that will give you a clearer picture, a clearer definition. You know, love, you know, should love have boundaries? Does love not have boundaries? You can have love in a poly situation, right? There's people that are swingers that are in open relationships and you're going to have everybody define, well, that's not real love. Well, it might not be real love to you, but who's to determine it's not real love to them, right? And again, it's very easy for people to judge, to you know, have biases out there. You have religious people that clearly define what love is, what love is not. Who's to say they are correct? They're not. They might be for them, but it might not be for you. You might have politicians out there, right, trying to decide on your life, um, and how you should live based on their own views. And it's very biased, very judgmental. And a lot of people know me, or if they do know me, clients, I'm not politically correct. Not at all. I want what's best for you and what's best for people out there. And it's very, very difficult when you listen to, you know, I got big ears, right? Right here. <laughs> Excuse me. To be able to look at and define what love is, what it is not. I don't think, I'll tell you what I think. I don't think love is cruel. I don't think love is belittling, manipulating. That's just to me, right? I don't think, you know, when you look at true love and romantic love, and we could look at friendship love, uh, family love, you know, there are different elements, right? But you look at, you know, who defines what love is. It's one of those, you know, situations that, you know, you could have a parent or whoever raised you that treated you very poorly, right? Horrific. Um, maybe sexually abused you, you know, physically abused you, emotionally abused, all that rolled into one. And you're supposed to, right, love that person no matter what, because that's your parent. I'm like, what? Who defines that, right? You're supposed to honor your parent. Well, did they honor me? So I'm very politically incorrect and I want what's best and what is healthy for you. And the number one situation, you have to define and decide what love means to you out there and you define it, not anybody else. You can maybe, yeah, I would like this. You can pull ideas and, you know, little pieces from here and here from other people and people you admire or maybe TV shows, how you want things to be. Again, it's not perfect. But what is good for you? Some people want, you know, love is sitting on the couch all the time being a homebody. Some people love is, you know, being an adrenaline junkie, jumping off of mountains, cliffs, uh, skydiving. You know, again, it's not a right or wrong. It's defining what love is and it's that feeling, right? So that's what I tell people. It's very, very difficult. We can determine, you know, love is, like I said, it's trust. You know, it's companionship. It's wanting to be with each other. Maybe it's that you like each other, right? And a lot of people determine love is overrated as long as they pay my bills, put food on the table, have sex with me, everything else, right? Love is overrated. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it is. And I'm all about love 
in the essence of what love is for me. And, you know, is it kind? Is it that you, is love trusting each other? Is love that you have respect for each other, that you take each other into consideration? And it's very, very difficult. And I mean, this is what I do, what I've been doing for over 20 years now is looking at, you know, a lot of people have myths about love that some people, good people can do bad things, right? That, oh, if he cheats on you or if she cheats on you, she really doesn't love you. You have a lot of professionals in this field that are biased, that are judgmental. And yes, I'm calling them out. They should not be in this field. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. And they'll judge and they'll, oh, once a cheater, always a cheater. I've been visiting a prior therapist many years ago about this, reaming this individual, reaming her butt out um, that she is biased and judgmental. So you have to be careful. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of myths about love, right? Going back to if someone cheats on you, that person really doesn't love you. That's not true. Not at all. They might not love you, right? Let's be honest, okay? And it might hurt. It's excruciating when that happens. But that person might have done a bad thing, cheated on you, but that doesn't mean necessarily that they don't love you, right? They could be hurt. They might not feel loved by you. They might not feel desired by you. They might not feel appreciated or desired by you. That still doesn't give that person a right to cheat. No, not at all. That doesn't condone or justify, not at all. But that doesn't mean they don't love you. They might crave all those things, but they want them from you, not from somebody else, but then somebody chirps in your ear. So there's a lot of myths out there about what love is, what love isn't. And you have to determine and decide what it is for you and how do you want to be loved, right? People might have an idea which is great. How, you know, what love is, what love feels like, but how do you want it delivered to you? Right. Everybody meets their checklist, right? Oh, they do this. They're that they're this, they're short, they're bald like me. Woo yeah. But looking at those elements to determine, you know, what love is, but how do you want it to be expressed to you? Do you like affection? Is love affectionate? Is love kissing a lot? Is love passionate? Is love sexual? Is love being able to open your heart out and to be able to voice your insecurities to that person? To me, that would be love. And I posted on that on my Facebook page under Greg.Dazinski.1 on my Facebook page. And I have a conversation going on there the last couple of days and trying to determine, you know, what love is. So don't allow other people to assume or jam down what love is down your throat. Okay. You can get ideas. You can get absolutely concepts of what love is, but you get to define them and how you want them to be, how it looks like to you. Nothing is perfect, right? Somebody does something that might be disrespectful. That might be rude. That might be, you know what? That might not be a good thing. That necess doesn't necessarily, that person does not love you, right? We're all human. So we have to determine that, let's face it, we don't want to rinse and repeat. We don't want those bad behaviors to happen over and over and over again, right? Oh, hell no. Then you have to look at, well, you know what? That person could still love me, but that doesn't mean I have to accept that love. Not at all. So we look at, you know, what love is to you. 
how it is expressed to you, but also what self-love means to you as well. Okay. You know, do you allow people to keep disrespecting you, to treat you poorly, to maybe verbally abuse you? Is that how you want to be loved? And is that what your concept of self-love is too? So we can look at what love is in a relationship or in a marriage. Absolutely, right? How it's defined to you. You get to define it, nobody else. But what is self-love to you, right? And that's going to help you build a concept and a better understanding of, number one, yourself and, you know, how you want to be treated and also maybe give you a better picture of how you want to be loved. That doesn't mean you get your way all the time. No, not at all. But to have that concept, it's important that you're going to be in a better situation to set yourself up for a successful, happy, you know what, very enjoyable relationship. Doesn't mean you're not going to have bad bad times once in a while, right? That's life. But that you're in a situation that you're better able to understand because I have self-love and this is how I want to be treated. This is what it looks like. But also self-love is you're able to own yourself and, you know, able to own your mistakes, right? Does love mean in a relationship that, oh, I want my partner to be humble and to be able to admit their mistakes and to say, I'm sorry, but hell no, I'm not going to do it. Well, that's sort of a double standard, right? Um, So we have to look at that ebb and flow. What does a balance look like about self-love? And what does that balance look like about being loved in a relationship and how our partners want to be loved as well? It sounds easy, right? It's not that easy, right? Because we know love is a feeling, but we also have to look at identify key indicators. You know, what does love mean to you? We could be in love with someone and they treat us poorly. They hit us. They mentally abuse us. And this goes for men and women, right? Women are perpetrators as well. Excuse me. So they cheat on us all the time, right? Oh, but I still love that person. I have countless stories of situations of individuals and couples I've worked with over many years in these situations. And that's why I say love is a feeling, right? It, it, It is. You, everybody meets that checklist, right? Oh, but that doesn't mean you're going to be in love with that person. You hope so, right? It meets all your lists, but that doesn't mean you're going to vibe on that chemical level that you're craving, that you want that just magnetic uh, pull together, right? So define what self-love is to you, what you do to allow others to treat you that way. And also the self-love mean I get my way all the time and I'm doing everything about me and screw everybody else. Is that really self-love or is that being arrogant or is that being narcissistic? So we have to be able to look at and, you know, sort of have a, like I said, a a conception of how we want to be as a person, what self-love looks like. And there's a lot of people that have too much self-love and it's all about them. And they're on that level, narcissistic level, arrogance level, and they lack that compassion and empathy for other people. That's not a healthy thing in my eyes. Again, I'm not judging. But in my eyes, how I want to live my life, the people I want in my circle are not going to be that way. So define, number one, what self-love looks like to you. And now go after what love looks like in a relationship. How do you want to feel? How do you want to be treated? And this is not determined by anybody else. Not at all. And it's ironic 
because I'm going to call out somebody. They have um, married at first sight, okay? They should give me uh, royalties for mentioning it. But there's a pastor on there that is a self-proclaimed marriage counselor. No training, no whatsoever, but been a pastor. Him and his wife do, you know, marriage, whatever, okay? And watching the show, he is very biased, very judgmental. Yes, I'm calling him out. And he is very judgmental and telling people how they should be, how you should, oh, a husband does this, a husband does. Who determines that? And are you still supposed to do that if you don't have love for that other individual? Or if that other individual doesn't have love for you, are you still supposed to sell yourself out? So even in this world, there's a lot of people, a lot of self-proclaimed people out there that are in the spotlight, in the public eye, that are very biased and judgmental. You need to be careful and look at, identify what love means to you, what self-love looks like, what it feels like, what it represents. And again, what does love, loving, there we go, relationship look like to you as well. And it's very individualistic. It's very, we, there might be some common themes out there, right? But this is where I want you to look at and define it. Is love kind? Is it caring? Is it giving? Is it compassionate? Is it sharing? Is it funny, joking around? Is it sexual, right? Those are all things that are for me. And that's how I define love, but that might not work for you. Okay. So do those and you're going to start finding your relationships to become more better, more fulfilling. And especially for you, the single people out there, okay, this is going to keep you from getting in a situation that might not be healthy for you or maybe right for you because you're going to have a better concept of what you're looking for, what self-love looks like, what how you want to get treated and what you're not going to tolerate and what love isn't to you. So it's going to help you maybe not get stuck in a toxic situation or allow someone to treat you in a certain way that just doesn't jive for you or what love looks like. Okay. So make sure you check me out, people, theartofrelationships.org. That's my website. Uh, check me out on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Love Guru Greg, social media, Instagram, all over the place. Um, Love Guru Greg, and the audio version of the show, the Art of Relationship show, is always available under the Art of Relationship show on every listening platform. Again, um, my heart goes out to everybody out there for all the support uh, that I've been getting over the years and me being able to share, hopefully, my insights to help you have the relationship that you crave with your partner or potential partner and with yourself as well. Peace and love, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.